welcome to Grace and Peace Radio. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and it's my hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Thanks so much for joining me here on Grace and Peace Radio. I am your host, Anthony, and today I want to talk about what to do when you don't even want to get out of bed, what to do when you're just so tired or you're just so comfortable in bed and you're groggy and you just, you know, you need to get up, you know, you need to pray and read your Bible and, and do all these things, but you know, you've got a long day ahead of you. Uh, and you're just like, I just want to stay here all day. First of all, let me just tell you, I have good news for you. You don't have to do it all in your own strength. If you're a Christian, you know already that you don't have the strength to muster up, to do things. Uh, We are so weak in our flesh, right? And so part of the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ, part of the gospel, is that we know that we don't have the strength in ourselves to do anything. And so when we're laying there, we can look to the Lord and say, Lord, I even need your help to get my feet on the floor. I just don't even want to get up. So we can say that to the Lord and then we move forward. So like I said, you don't have to pump yourself up in your own strength, but you do have to put some fight into it. Ultimately, you can say to the Lord, help me put my feet on the ground, but ultimately you're the one who's got to get up and put your feet on the ground. In Romans 12 verse 11, Paul says, keep your spiritual fervor. And that's part of it. But what do we do when we're groggy? We're so tired. Maybe we had a great night's sleep and we just want to keep sleeping, but we're, we're just groggy, you know, and we just can't get motivated. Well, you feel what you feel. I was going to try to find the quote from Martin Lloyd-Jones, but it wasn't worth digging through the book and trying to find it. I didn't have it underlined. But essentially, he kind of makes the same point that, you know, you feel what you feel. You can't change your feelings from from morning to morning and, and how you wake up. It is what it is, but you can work against them. You know, you can work in spite of them. It doesn't mean you have to be led by those feelings, nor should you be. So with that, let me give us four points of how to move forward when you just don't have the strength or the desire in your flesh. You know, the old, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. When you don't have even the desire to move forward, what do you do? Because we're all there. We all struggle with this sort of thing. Number one, and I've already said this, pray. Be honest with the Lord. Confess your willingness, but also confess your weakness. So often, we're so used to putting on pretenses, even with with the Lord. I mean, we do it with others, even though we shouldn't, and we do it with, with God. But the Lord knows us. Right? The Bible says he knows our frame. He remembers that we are but dust. 
So he knows us. So we can be honest with him and say, Lord, I don't even feel like getting out of bed. I don't even feel like praying. I'm groggy headed. Uh, the words are just kind of floating on the page. Whatever it is, tell the Lord. He knows. You know, thankfully, we have a high priest who is sympathetic with all of our weaknesses. The Lord Jesus, he he was here in the flesh. He understands what it is to be human. So you can be honest with the Lord. So first, pray. Be honest with the Lord. Second, read the Bible. Open your Bible. Again, our flesh is doing battle with us. Our flesh doesn't want us praying. Our flesh doesn't want us serving God today. Our flesh doesn't want us in the Bible. And of course, neither does the enemy. Neither does the devil. These are working already against us. And we haven't even gotten out of the house or signed on to work if you're working from home to even deal with the world. We're just talking about these things. But we have to be in the Bible. And then when we do, God shows us things. Like today, I was in Romans 16. And I'm reading at the end of Romans, and there's this doxology there at the end. And it begins, Paul begins with the ending of this doxology by saying, Now to him that is of power to establish you. Or in the NIV, now to him, I think it says, to him who, who is able to establish you. And again, it's not just eternally establish us to sanctify us and, and bring us home, but that's every single day. That's right now. It's right when you need it, right when I need it. So I took great comfort in that. I didn't have to establish myself. And I already knew I couldn't anyway. And you don't have to establish yourself, and you can't anyway. You know, it's all by grace that we're saved. All of it. It's all of grace. We don't have to try to pump ourselves up before God, pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. So I took comfort in that. I didn't have to establish myself, nor could I. Secondly, the Lord will do it. Thirdly, he will do it today, even right now. So I took comfort in that. So that's another reason why we've got to be in our Bible. So first, pray and be honest with the Lord. Second, read the Bible. Third, do whatever you physically need to. It starts with getting your feet out from under the covers and onto the floor. And then, if you normally read your Bible on the nice comfy couch or your favorite comfy chair, do something different. Move around. Go, go to a different chair. Don't get yourself so comfortable that you make yourself sleepy and you just feed that sleepiness. So there's a certain common sense to it. So do whatever you physically need to, to fight that sleepy, groggy kind of feeling and get yourself motivated. If you drink coffee, have a cup of coffee. If it's tea, tea, whatever, whatever your thing is, do that. Fourthly, continue in prayer. Prayer in prayer, we're waiting on the Lord to supply strength. So what can you do? Well, for one thing, sing a hymn. Even if you're not singing it out loud, sing it in your heart. You know, I had the bulletin from church yesterday, and yesterday at church we sang, Oh, the Deep, Deep Love of Jesus. I love that song. 
And I went through and I was reading it and I was singing it in my heart to the Lord. And and I'll spare you. I won't sing it to you, but I'll read the first verse and the chorus. Oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus, vast, unmeasured, boundless, free, rolling as a mighty ocean in its fullness over me. Underneath me, all around me, is the current of thy love, leading onward, leading homeward to my glorious rest above. So as I sang that, and that verse hit me a different way than it did yesterday, I thought, Lord, thank you. That's what I needed. I am groggy and tired, and I needed to be reminded of the deep, deep love of Jesus that's rolling as a mighty ocean in its fullness over me, and how I'm caught in the current of God's love, and he's leading me to himself. I mean, yes, in a bigger picture, leading me onward, leading me homeward to my glorious rest above, and we think, well, at the end of my life, and so on. But this little fraction of time called this morning is part of that. And so even now, those of us in Christ are carried by his the deep, deep love of Jesus, the current of that, towards our home. And that's every single day. So I was able to rest in that picture that when I am weak, he is strong. So sing a hymn and don't give up in prayer. Prayer is like starting a fire. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not an outdoors guy at all, but I know that starting a fire, you've got to start small and it just, you have to work it up. Prayer is like that. Stay until the Spirit warms you. The Spirit and Jesus are interceding for you. Let me read a couple of verses about that. In Romans 8, 26 and 27, Paul writes, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts and knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the Holy Spirit is interceding for us. And then you jump down to verse 34 in Romans 8. And what does Paul say? Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. So Christ is also interceding for us. And if you know your Bible, you're already thinking, wait a minute, what about what about Hebrews 7? And yes, you're right. Hebrews 7.25, wherefore, he is able to also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him. That's the Lord Jesus. Seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. And then also even speaking about interceding for us when we sin, 1 John 2.1 says, My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So, don't give up in prayer because the Holy Spirit is interceding. He's praying for you. Jesus is praying for you. You know, let me give you a little illustration of what that can be like especially when we're fatigued like this. Yesterday, I watched as the two astronauts splashed down in the SpaceX Dragon capsule. 
when they finally got to open the hatch and bring them out, of course, because they'd been in space for two months, being back in a gravity environment, they would lack the strength to get out. I mean, they probably could, but they'd be exhausted trying to do it. So what they do is they have these engineers uh, and and medical team. They go in to the capsule and then they carry the guys out, put them on a stretcher, literally so that they can go just a few feet into the medical quarters that were on the boat just so they can get all their physical checks and all that. But it was, even though it was only a distance of a few feet, they carried them out of the capsule, put them on a stretcher, and carried them into these quarters to save them from having to, to do all that. It wasn't because the astronauts were lazy. It wasn't because they were like, hey, you know what? I've already had a long, hard day. Uh, I've just spent 19 hours in this thing, 20 hours. I'm done. You do it. It wasn't that they were being lazy. It's just they didn't lack, they, they didn't have the strength. So you see these caretakers, I don't know what you call them, but carry them out and put them on the stretcher. Well, in the same way, when we are before the Lord and when we lack the strength and we say, Lord, I'm just exhausted today. Well, the Lord, he is merciful. He's gracious and he carries us. The Lord carries us, as it were, like those astronauts. He carries us out and he gets us kind of up and going. And so he's very merciful in that. But I would also say, don't give up in prayer. Don't give up too soon in prayer. You know, it's uh, it's one thing that, that we're so tempted to do often, I know I am, is give up in prayer. Listen to these words from Isaiah 40. I'll start in verse 28. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. Even the young, even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's a promise from the Lord. That's that's in Scripture. The Lord gave us that. So be encouraged by that. Some months ago, I was encouraged by Romans 15, verses 4 and 5. Romans 15, verses 4 and 5. Now, whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. Now, the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another, according to Christ Jesus. In the NIV, it says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus. So, God who gives endurance and encouragement. That's the kind of God we serve. He knows. He knows what we go through. He knows when we're tired. So don't give up in prayer because before you know it, the Lord will give you strength and he'll give you enthusiasm and you'll be on your way. He will give you the strength you need for the day ahead of you. He guarantees it over and over in the scriptures. And then 
What do you do with that strength? Well, you don't just use it for yourself. You go and you bear fruit to God. You go and do good works. Love God and love others. Well, I hope that's been an encouragement for you today as you maybe find yourself lacking the strength to to do whatever it is that God is calling you to do today. Just know that the Lord is gracious and merciful and kind and he cares for his own and he will give you the strength that you need. Well, again, thanks so much for joining me this week. It's a blessing to come to you and and share this time every week. And if you have an idea for the show, email me at show at graceandpeaceradio.com. If you have any feedback, I'd love to hear from you. If there's something we can be praying for you here at the show, let me know. Email me. And if you like what you hear, would you uh, would you do me a favor? Would you share it on social media? Would you tell a friend? Would you, um, you know, just spread the spread the word? Hey, I listen to this podcast. Um, not that I'm trying to make a big deal about the podcast or anything, but I'm just saying, you know, if you like it, share it. Um, I'd appreciate it. So. Thanks so much again, and God bless you, and have a wonderful week. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash graceandpeaceradio. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.